Hey, it's Cal. So, we are going to talk a bit about uh, safe spaces today. I figured it, it was a good subject matter because, like, I have a, I, it's a, it's something that affects whether they realize it or not. It's something that both the left and the right do to kids. Uh, the right tend to do it more to younger children, and then the left tend to do it to more to young adults and you know oh you know they basically now the left's trying to turn the entire fucking country into a safe space which doesn't do you any goddamn good because when the real conflict comes they're gonna be like oh shit what do i do um both sides do it like the, the like my family is very conservative right and my uh my brother you know has a couple my i have a few nephews and uh he generally doesn't let them out of the house, like play in the yard, but never like explore the neighborhood. And they're like, you know, 12 and 13, 14, that age range. And my brother's pretty conservative, but he's like, there's some crazy people out there, man. They might get, they might get like stolen or raped or something. It's like, it's, it's a couple boys, man. Give them walking sticks. They have cell phones. Can't have them go out together. Don't let them leave each other's sides. And if something happens to one, the other one can call 911 right away. Ain't nobody going to do that. Ain't nobody going to even try. You know? Nobody's that stupid when you have working in pairs. And besides, it's a neighborhood. They can, they don't, if they're not running around on their bikes and they're just exploring on foot, they can cut through neighborhoods to get away from some creepy fucking van. You know? It's the same stuff me and my friends had to deal with growing up. If somebody was creepy, we would just cut through and cut through a, a yard or two, and if if the adults came out like, "What are you doing in my yard?" It's like there's this creepy van to guy talking to us, and they'd be like, "All right, yeah, go ahead, go through, go through, go, 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 go," and they'd end up getting on the the landline phone and calling the cops. And you know, it's 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 just a it's a uh, kids need to get out into the world and experience conflict and have problems to resolve. The younger the age, the better, because when they get older, then they don't really need the safe spaces. They don't need to sit there and worry about freaking out and breaking down and losing control because their emotions go crazy, because their emotions have been tested. It's like a callus on your skin. The more you rub your skin, the tougher it gets, you know? I mean, that, and it's something that I remember seeing, and, the, and then this translates up to when they get older, and how, you know, the left likes to, oh, you need safe spaces. And I, I think the whole keeping them at home when they're kids is something that the left does too. But it's just the whole worrying about it seems to be a conservative thing too. Uh, worrying about the world and how dangerous it is. It's, 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 it's more of a parenting thing, I guess, than a left or a right thing. But as you get older, the safe spaces turn into... Um, well, the high school needs to be a safe space. The college needs to be a safe space. It's like, come on, you're getting out there into the world and interacting with other human beings. Granted, it being kids, you're still interacting with other human beings, and you have to get that experience. You have to have an experience of conflict and resolution. If you have no conflict in your life, if you have no uh, no way to... Uh, your body, you're not trained to deal with it, you're just going to shut the fuck down. You know, or you're just going to scream because you're not going to be able to handle your emotions. You know, whenever something happens, that's why I hate particip participation trophies. Be learning how to lose 
is just as important as learn, as learning how to is you know appreciating how to win or just having that positive reinforcement. You know, it's like if everything just lets you win, then like I see it with my nephews. You know, it's like we've started getting them into playing Warhammer 40k. And at first, they were horrible losers. Anything went wrong. One dice roll went bad, and they'd sit there and start almost tearing up. It's like, dude, what's wrong with you? Come on. And I told, I showed them how to make jokes about it. Like, and I don't know how many, how many of you guys know about Warhammer 40K, but it's a tabletop uh, roll, uh, dice game with army men, pretty much. You, It's like... Oh, God. Uh... You hush up. I, I get in messages while I'm trying to record this. Um, anyway, anyway, we uh, <coughs> there's jokes to be had with this game, right? So, like, you um, say somebody that has a plasma weapon, plasma gun, plasma pistol. Plasma gun has a longer range than a plasma pistol. Um, but either way, they're both equally amazing because you can fire it normal and you know it's a strong strong gun that normally always at least kills one model which is nice but you can supercharge it to give it even more strength and more uh, armor piercing power but if you roll a one to hit with it then after the shot is resolved and you know you rolled a wound and all that stuff and you might end up killing somebody with it the model that fired it the plasma vents into their face and melts their face off Okay, so like when something like that happens, obviously that's a bad thing because now you lost that model for the rest of the rest of the game. The, fun, the funny thing is, is that you can make jokes about it. Um, and I tried to instill that with the kids. That's like, even if you lose, try to make a joke about it because, you know, there's always some lesson to be learned with it, you know, whether it be risk or risk reward or whatever. And slowly over the time of playing this game, they're starting to appreciate that more, and they're starting to make more jokes, and they're getting more creative about it, you know, and they're just having fun with it. Like, the main, the first joke that, they, they still bring it up to this day, the first joke that I ever made for it. So my brother, he plays uh, this, this army named the Space Wolves, he has a heavy weapons squad, like, all of them have, like, really huge weapons that they have to remain stationary to fire, and if the commander of the squad doesn't fire then they could split their fire between two targets. The whole squad could. Um, well, the new rules that came out say that, well, every unit can split their fire. It doesn't matter. So that means the, the leader can now shoot. And the leader's always had a plasma gun. He always pointed up with a plasma gun and was like, all right, you good, and I'm going to give you a plasma gun, but you're never going to fire it. The thing's been sitting there for like a decade with a safety on. And it's like, he takes the safety off and he extends it out and he's like, eee! He pulls the trigger like when it blew up in his face it's like oh, the kids just laughed you know and it's like my brother even laughed about it you know it's like that that like acting out those type of jokes to a bad situation you know is a good way to handle that you know but I guess moving on from that I mean just just a heads up out there if you're anywhere nerdly inclined and you want your kids to under to a healthy way to understand how to lose just give them playing 40k. It's a little expensive, but it teaches them discipline. It teaches them because they have to they have to save up to buy the models with their allowance or whatever. Then they have to put them together. Then they have to prime them. Then they have to paint them. Very meticulous. Takes a long time. Teaches them, you know, uh, pr uh, 
was it delayed gratification instead of instant gratification and then finally after like a month they can actually use the models to play against somebody else and it might be good it might be bad and sometimes when you're looking forward to using a model and it ends up doing badly the first game you feel really bad about that because of how much time you put into it but but ultimately if you learn how to overcome that feeling that helps you see what i'm saying it helps you get tougher it helps you understand loss you're going to lose sometimes but there's there's things to be learned in every loss the game's really good for that anyway but the people that get safe spaces when they're in in university and in college and whatnot they they that's when you're supposed to be you know getting into conflict that's when you're supposed to be you know uh, getting into the world and experiencing different people and different ideas and you know you're not supposed to be worried about being attacked for one or the other you know what i mean um or rather sorry i fucked that up you're supposed to worry about being attacked for your beliefs you're supposed to, your beliefs are supposed to be challenged they're supposed to be questioned so that you refine them and they're made better if you don't it's like it, it, it's so annoying to me that the safe spaces is basically pushed are going to push us into a new dark age and i'm not even kidding you I'm not even kidding you. A new dark age. Because thinkers that have their brains tested will refine their ideas. And they will infinitely fractal those ideas down to the bare bones basics so they know from their core that they have done all the thinking necessary to know that they are right in what they believe and what they think. If you just give somebody a set of beliefs and say, this is how you should believe, and they know nothing about it, they are standing on thin ice for their entire life. And anything that they, any other ideas or any other progression that they'd have for, toward thought in society is just has no foundation whatsoever. You know, they need to have a good, thick foundation, a solid foundation of ideas and core ide- ideologies to actually move forward with being the free, the, the thinkers of the next generation. You know, otherwise they're just going to keep expounding the same dogma of the previous generation over and over and over again. And nobody's going to think beyond that. You know, it's just like, good example. There's a movement, I'm not sure how big it is, but I've heard this plenty of times already, so I'm sure it's getting some type of traction that, you know, math is racist. Math is literally the least, it has no racist connotation. It has nothing like that. And if you operate under the assumption that it does, all you're doing is hurting the collective of society. Because what happens if a potential math genius that could solve the problem of breaking the light barrier for the speed of light hears that, believes it, and decides to give up on studying actual math and goes along that well, that route for years. And then he actually like, oh, maybe it's wrong, you know? It, it's... You're putting these ideas in kids' heads that are putting and shooting us backwards. No different than religious dogma did back in a thousand years ago. It's pushing us backwards because it's not based on 100% science. You know? You don't do that. It's dumb. Okay? I would really enjoy it if we ever got to an era that was like Star Trek where we had some type of device that you could press a button and it could create food or whatever else you want out of nothing. I'd love to get there, but you're never going to get there with ki- if, you raise, if we raise our kids and have them pushed out into the educational world and beyond 
with no foundations, with 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 no way to critically think about anything. Everything's an emotional argument to people nowadays, and that's not how science works. You can't sit there and just say, yeah, just just it, it's not like I guess another 40k reference. It's not like the orcs and you can just scream at something until it works. You know, that's not how it's going to work. That's not how it works at all. But these kids, like 10 years ago, I heard Adam Carolla. You guys know Adam Carolla. I'm sure he's a comedian. Um, he used to do Love Line with Dr. Drew back in the day for MTV. Well, they had this reunion tour, this 20-year reunion tour going around colleges like 10 years ago. And they ended up canceling the whole tour because the first three colleges they stopped at, 10 minutes into the show, Adam said some type of joke that triggered some kid in the back, even a very light joke that wasn't even offensive even by nowadays terms, triggered some kid in the back, and the faculty had to shut it down because one or two kids complained out of a thousand in the audience, you know? So it's like, he's like, this is what you guys are teaching kids to be, <laughs> you know? They're not going to be able to take any kind of jokes. They can't take any adversity. They can't, they, 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 they want, they scream and demand things get shut down. You know, it's like, that's not, it's so weird that the left, especially nowadays, screams they want democracy, but yet it's the minority of the left that have all the control, that want all the control, like a, like a dictator. You know what I mean? It's so fucking weird. It's like, oh, we want a democracy, but then, then we, want to, we want to get rid of this. We want to get rid of that. It's like I've heard people on the left screaming now to get rid of the Senate. They're like, it's pointless. Get rid of the Senate. Okay, so, you, you just, so if something's in your way, you just want to get rid of it? No, no, that's not. There's a reason why we're a democracy within a republic. The republic is there to make sure that the minority has a chance. The republic, the republic that stands right now, that has operated in government, in our government since its founding, is the only reason minorities in any capacity got the rights that they have today. And now that they have control, they want to shut it down to any other minorities that might be out there. How much sense does that make? You know what I mean? But that's the type of kids that are coming out of college now. Now it's been 10 years later. 10 years later. And now people are coming out of college have uh, had all these safe spaces and they're trying to turn the whole country into a safe space that's the problem with it you can't turn the whole country into a safe space hypothetically hypothetically if and I doubt this will ever happen God hope it won't happen if they ever end up doing something and taking all the guns away from the people in the United States which won't happen one way or the other because if you try uh, the military half the military is pro-gun and if they tell, well, military, go get the guns. And the military is going to be like, fuck you. I can't, I have the right to deny an order that is unconstitutional. Period. So, like, they can deny that shit and it ain't going to work. But if they ever do, and then some foreign power like China, that outnumbers us vastly, decides to make landfall on the West Coast and start pushing in and taking land, um, they will easily take, most likely, they will easily take all the ground in California, Southern California, <laughs> they will easily take most of Washington state. They will easily take half of, half of Oregon. Once they start getting to the suburb, to, to the rural areas that are all like, they all have guns. That's when they're going to stop. That's when they're going to be like, Oh shit. 
But of course, if those guns get taken away, then they're just going to keep on rolling through state by state, taking land with, as they see fit until the National Guard shows up. Until some type of response is organized. You know? And all those people, and before, uh, all those people are going to be, your bubble's popped at that point. You are no longer in a safe space. The rest of your life will not be in a safe space because even if China gets stopped from taking the whole of the United States, they're still going to occupy part of it. And there's nothing that we're going to be able to do to stop that, really. Your safe space is gone. You know? That's part of the reason why, I, I mean, I don't like, the, I don't own guns myself. But I am happy that there's people out there that have a shit ton. <laughs> you know? I am very happy that there's out there that they there's ones out there that have a shit ton. Because I know when shit hits the fan, they're gonna have my back. You know? Especially my friends that have a lot of guns, they're gonna have my back. Like I know how to shoot a gun. They straight said shit ever hits the fan, you come to my place and I'll hook you up. I'm like, alright, cool. Because if shit hits the fan, it's not like it matters if I have a freaking Foyt card at that point. <laughs> you know, if there's like freaking ar- like Chinese army walking to the street, I'm grabbing a gun. I don't care. Illegal or not, at that point, all the gloves are off. Anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. I need to quit smoking. There's a lot of different inter tangleable things. There's a lot of different things that touch on safe spaces and why there's some aspects of why they're good. There's some aspects of why they're bad. Like I think everybody needs a spot to kind of sit and chill. I think we're, we, we kind of, we kind of forgot about the whole extrovert introvert distinction. And there are some kids that need that private time. that need that alone time. Right. And I don't think people do a very good job nowadays of recognizing when that is because that goes with you through your whole life you know I know there's studies out there oh you can change you can change you know you'll have spurts where you can like as an introvert I've had spurts where I can be an extrovert for a little while but it drains me man I need to be back at home I need to be by myself I need to be with my artwork I need to be doing something by myself to recharge I need to be reading something I need to recharge cannot be around people that much cannot fucking deal with that stuff that much it just doesn't work but um yeah anyway um yeah I would say I would say people need to actually look at they need to look at whether, whether or not your kid's an extrovert or an extrovert more nowadays and worry about that. Introverts need the quote-unquote safe space. They need the alone time. Every once in a while to recharge. But if they don't realize that about themselves, it can really fuck them up. It can really fuck them up. So, instead of... And if you're living in a quote-unquote safe space where you're always around people, that's not a good enough for an introvert. They need to be alone. <laughs> you know? They need to be by themselves to recharge and to, and to process reality around them. You know, it's not extroverts they're just like they just do whatever they need people if they don't have people then that starts messing with their mental health so there's definitely a difference anyhow that's my rant about safe spaces and a bunch of other things obviously but it all kind of interconnects because you know how we raise the next generation affects how strong this country is and uh, if it's a bunch of weak motherfuckers that need, uh, need to be coddled uh, sorry 
you're not going to survive very long if shit hits the fan. If we ever actually go to war. You've never seen war on these shores, but nothing lasts forever. Absolutely nothing. So, cheers!